You're, you're, what's happening? Nothing. Just watching this trash ass Rockets team. <laughs> Yo, I'm really Yo, mad. What's up, Marshall? Yeah. What are you mad about, Mark? That everyone was like, "Oh, you're selling the Rockets so short," and "Oh, James Harden better than Giannis and Anthony Davis and Steph Curry and Kawhi Leonard." And guess what? I was fucking right about all of it. <laughs> Now no one wants to talk about it. Three games in the playoffs. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I knew I was right the whole time, but like, <laughs> I just like now that, we have proof. I just like this. Three games into the playoffs is, is all you needed. Yeah. Tell me, tell me how things are going to change. The Pelicans are going to beat the Warriors, dude. That's what the Pelicans are going to lose in five, and it's going to be incredibly frustrating. <laughs> I my hopes up, and KD's going to drop 40 on them every single game. I'm going to be yeah. so mad. Dude, I, it's going to be genuinely right. it's gonna be genuinely the saddest shit. Yeah. I'm really, I'm not surprised the Pelicans won the series. I'm surprised that they literally just, like, pooped on the Blazers com- entirely. I mean, Lower didn't have a single good game, dude. Yeah. yeah. Our, our unanimous first team All-NBA guard. It's not his fault, though. Took a... I mean... Like a big old, big old egg. It's kind of his fault. Don't get, but like, I mean, whenever you have those wing options. Yeah, oh yeah, I know. Like, you just have no help. Yeah. 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 All right, so anyways, my. It's how they've been doing this season whenever you like seal in the playoffs. (laughs) So anyways, my stick talk's an idea. You guys are both familiar with TED Talks, right? So, yeah, so your stick yeah. talk is we're talking about hockey, right? That's how I took it. I hate you. <laughs> no. Okay, so TED Talks are these 18-minute, unbiased, like, to-the-point speeches about something people aren't talking about but should be talking about. Now, stick talks are about two to three minutes, like the future song Stick Talk. However, they are much more problematic than TED Talks. <laughs> Very opinionated and very aggressive. So they're literally the opposite, <laughs> as in they're short, <laughs> extremely biased, and usually yes, about but... something that everybody's talking about. No, no, no. It's about. <laughs> it's not about something everybody's talking about. However, it's it starts fact based and then just gets incredibly aggressive. <laughs> like incredibly aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I basically, I basically become like. A daytime radio host. Oh, I so basically, you like so you're just, I basically progress from you're just gonna Max go into, Kellerman to, radio to Stephen point. A. Smith. You're just gonna go to yeah. radio. Point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to progress from like Max Kellerman. I'm gonna start at this very nuanced point, and by the end, I will be screaming and foaming at the mouth. People will be crying. <laughs> I will be crying. I will. <laughs> it, it'll be awesome. Um, I'm going to need to get the explosion effect to put at the end of it if you do. Yay. That's all I wanted. <laughs> no, I do have I do have some feelings on, on J. Cole, though. 
Oh no, this is all about his fans though. Oh it's, yeah, it no, starts, it has nothing to do starts, with him, but his no, fans are the absolute being, most unbearable people in the whole entire world. It starts being about him and then it goes on to his fans. All I'm saying is that Dude, that, that, I, that photograph not, song is bad. What song? Photograph on his album is bad. It's a bad song. Yo, but it's 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 exactly you, it's, he's talking about how, how he followed a girl on Instagram, dog. It's very, watching everything I, I believe this is. I believe you. You said this the first time because you said this before about uh, what was that song? Oh, Wet Dreams, where he's like yeah. manufacturing relatability. Yeah, he's where it's like, oh, making... these are what the kids are taught doing these days, and then he like makes a song about it and like makes yeah. it like super fake deep. And I'm just like, I like as soon as I like heard like the hook to that song, I was like, this is terrible. Like this is the corniest thing I've heard in my life. Like yeah. I don't like this at all. And what's that song where he's like? Oh, why can't I have an app to talk to like decide what my taxes are used on? I want to talk about that shit too because that shit really fucking pissed me off. Oh, bracket, bracket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think oh. I think there are some solid songs on the album, and I, I, I mean, I think it's I think it's a fine album, but dude, it's like, dude, I don't know, man. I just listened to it. It was like such a passing thing. I was like, mm-hmm. well. That's how that, I've, that's an album, I guess. I, I don't mean, know. That's I, how I was. You are just never listening to that again. That's how I was with uh, <laughs> his last one. For your eyes yeah. only, I listened through it once, and I don't think I've like listened to, like I've listened to like maybe Neighbors a couple times after that. But like, I don't think I've heard like a solid seventy five percent of those songs on that album more than once. Like mm-hmm. I just listened to it, and I was like, yeah, that existed, and I just never listened to it again. Like, <laughs> it's it's like really like dude, his his like. I used to be like super into J. Cole, and then his fans have literally like made me not like him anymore. I don't think it's just that, honestly. I feel like the quality of his music has just calmed down. Or yeah, Sills Drive, I think, was his peak. Yeah, he peaked at Force yeah. 2014. But, um, oh, my whole thing is kind of like so, J. Cole, he's never really been a wordsmith. Like, his songs have always had meaning, but it's because he tells a story with relatively straightforward lyrics. Yes, exactly. He's very straightforward that, with what he's saying. Yeah. He has no. He's very little wordplay and like, like yeah. Every, he rarely uses like any type of like analogies or anything. Like he just literally tells you exactly what he's saying. Yeah, and when he does try to use analogies, half the time they're incredibly corny, and I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather you it's didn't like, actually. Yeah, dude, it's it's like you were saying before, like the analogies he does use. It's like. What are the kids that do these days? What's like? What's an experience that everyone has yeah. when they're growing up? No, like, you know? I, like, yeah, <laughs> like I legitimately listened to that photograph song, and like the whole time I'm just like, this isn't good. Like this was literally him. Like, <laughs> I have to make a relatable song for what people on the internet are talking about. So I'm gonna make a song about falling in love with a girl through Instagram, and I'm like, this is not good. Like I don't You're like so the song. Trash. There's something wrong with you. Like. But like, yeah. There's a couple songs. Like I think like KOD is good. I think ATM is solid. And I'm, mm-hmm. I like I like 1985 because, dude, I was like, it was kind of crazy. The night before it came out, I was talking to Louie about all of his, like, rappers that he likes. And, like, I was telling him how, like, this happens with people. Like, like almost exactly how he says, like, all these people just kind of blow up. And, like, because I was telling him, like, 6 9 entire fan base is literally in high school. <laughs> like, and younger. Like, I've yeah. never met an adult that listens to 6 9 Like, I haven't. So I was, like, telling him, and I was like, dude, like, this happens to people, they blow up, and they're, like, real popular with, like, kids. And then the kids grow up, and then they grow out of that music, and then they don't have fans anymore. And, like, I told him that exact thing that happens. I was like, because the music I listened to when I was, like, in ninth grade, I don't listen to that kind of music, even remotely close to that kind of music anymore. Like, 
and Louis was like, well, shouldn't your fan base being really young be a good thing? And it's like, theoretically, it should be. But that group of people also has the most likelihood of growing out of that type of music. You want, you want like the 18 to 25 fan range. Yeah. Because then they're going to they're gonna get into their early 30s and they're like, the new music's trash nowadays. Back in my... And then they'll just stand for you yeah. for life. Yeah, that's what... Mm-hmm. I was like, I was trying to explain to Louis that like, the, the like, like early teenager stage people are the people most likely to mature and grow out of the music they're currently listening to. So if that's the majority of your fan base, you have a very high risk of not having yeah. a fan base in like five years. I I do think Lil Pump's gonna be like genuinely huge though for like a long time. I, don't know, I still haven't listened to pretty much any song he's ever made. I really haven't either, but I don't know, shit just feels different with Lil Pump than like other artists. I don't know. He so we have to wait and see. I don't know. Yeah. Like, if, know. no, usually, if you told me... I'm usually pretty told... out on, like, all these dudes that just have, like, one song. Like, I mean, if you would have told me, like, Fetty Wap would have ended up being, like, a legitimate mainstream mainstay for, like, a long time, when like, when his first album came out, like, I would have believed you, but, like, I feel like he's really not, like, that big of a thing anymore. And I feel like yeah. Trap Queen and stuff was way bigger than any song Lil Pump has made. But maybe that's just me not being as, like, <clears throat> in touch with this stuff as much as I was, oh. but... I feel like I've, I feel like all th- what were the three songs that he had that were huge? He had like Trap Queen, uh, Six Seven Nine, and he had one other one too. I think. My way, yeah. Like I feel like all three In of those. RGF Island. Yeah, I feel like most of those, at least at least two of them, were like, bigger than anything Lil Pump's done. And like Fetty Wap's kind of not really like a thing anymore. Yeah, my whole thing with Lil Pump though is like he's like turning out people. Like all of his shows are like selling out, and I feel like. He's more prevalent and like di- like Takashi Six Nine kind of like you know fakes a gang fight and then like gets a day full. But I feel like everyone's talking about Lil Pump, like a lo- whether it's like jokingly or not. See, I don't like, really, I don't really see many people actually talking about him. Oh, some of it's like ironic. Like Jesus and Miro talk about Lil Pump all the fucking time. Yeah, I don't know. I just. But- he just kind of seems like a dude that like has like hopped on a trend and he's like gonna ride it for as long as he can ride it and then it's just gonna be like he's just gonna kind of fall off. I don't know. There's there seems not to be anything like interesting or like different enough about him to stay around. What if he's got that young thug thing going for him now, where he's just like a genuine rock star? He's hella young too. Yeah, so he is. Yeah. Like... I mean, That's I, think, I mean, you can't. I don't. I'm not gonna write him off right now. I'm just saying, like, his music right now is nothing for me. Yeah, like, doesn't it doesn't stand no, out I, to me? Yeah, like, I don't like it. I feel like, like I feel like t- for you to like for someone to genuinely be able to like stick around, like your music has to be like has to stand out in some way. Like he just kind of makes like pop trap songs, and like that's like literally what like half of the upcoming artists make. So it's like. I don't hey, know. don't hit on Pop Trap, dude. Come on. I mean, it's, nothing, it's nothing like different or like anything that's like, oh, look what this guy's doing to me. Like, I don't know, it's just kind of the, it's the same. I don't know. I just kind of feel yeah. like he grabs people's attention in a different way. I guess. Like I guess like, that maybe. I I guess he maybe has like uh that like Lil Uzi kind of thing in him where people just kind of like him. Yeah. Also, I just saw from um, my time hop. That Young Thug album from DJ Booth that came out last year. Did anyone read that about like his lifestyle? No, I, don't, I didn't. Because I just reread it today. Like 
He only eats like candy and junk food. He goes like days upon days without eating. He like loses millions of dollars like playing dice. And, um, yeah. Well, that's not like, good. <laughs> um, he takes like activists, Molly, painkillers, and smokes weed all like the same time sometimes. Jesus he literally has to get injections with like every month for like his vitamins and minerals from for like actual food because he legitimately doesn't eat any real food. Well, he young stays thugs, awake for like young thug's gonna be dead by thirty. Yeah, he stays awake for like days at a time, like just the craziest shit. And I'm just like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm like, young thug is actually Prince. <laughs> that's. <laughs> that's, that's that's what I gathered. That's not that's not great for a living. I'll tell you that. No, I feel I would feel so shitty about myself if I ate like that. I don't know if I didn't eat like a legitimate piece of food for like, dude. Like when I participated in Lent, if I didn't eat like a piece of meat for an entire Friday, I did. I did had like no energy. Yeah, I can't even imagine not even eating like any type of real food, like just eating candy. Yeah. Well, it's like the he's just like on a constant sugar high, dude. Yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah, drugs and a constant sugar high. I mean that can, that yeah. can't be even kind of good for you. Yeah, like the basic gist of it, and then it talks about like how he bought like all ten of his siblings like houses and cars and shit, and like a bunch of like good endearing shit about him too. But like <laughs> his his lifestyle is really like the lifestyle future talks about other songs is like, I don't really live that because that's fucking insane. <laughs> and young Doug's like, nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm actually doing it. <laughs> yeah. It's just so crazy. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, I'm like young Doug's not going to be 40 and I'm going to be so sad. About it. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, but I did, I did, I did listen to finally listen to Cardi B's album all the way through. Like literally mm-hmm. right after I said that I hadn't listened to it yet. I just, I, was, I went outside and I was I like, mean, it's pretty bas- short, dude. Yeah, I was shooting basketball mm. for like an hour and just listened to the whole thing all the way through. And I was like, this is actually... Uh-huh. It's better than anything Nikki has ever put out. Oh, yeah. Did, did, yeah. That's kind of a low bar, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cardi B's album legitimately really good. I was kind of surprised at how yeah. much I liked it. I think it's my second favorite album of the year after Rich Hemi Kwan's. Yeah, dude, Rich Hemi Kwan's album was good. I actually listened to that and it was good. I know. Yo, also, Jim Jones put on an album this week. I, I listened to it today. No it way. Is so, it is so good. <laughs> no, it's not. You're lying. I, I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. It is so good. Oh, God. No. <laughs> I didn't even know it was still making music. I didn't either. My <laughs> guy. He has a song called Diplomatic Immunity with a sample from Drake's Diplomatic Immunity with Cameron on it. Oh, snap. He has a song with Jada Kiss. He has one with Jules Santana, and they have some with like weird up and coming artists. And it's just, I really like it, <laughs> dude. I've been, I've been listening to all these Ray Schremer singles too. Yo, their albums be so fun, dude. Good. So I can't good, wait for dude. Them, dude. Uh, close song is fire, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that. Song. Uh, same with Guatemala, dude. Guatemala is so good. I love it so much, like, dude. Oh, and the the Pharrell song Chanel. I don't even, what's that one? I didn't even see that one. Oh, dude, Pharrell does this crazy, like, he does this crazy, like, high voice at the beginning of his verse, and it is, oh, it I, is fire. I completely missed this one. Yeah. I'm gonna have to listen to that later, but, yeah, yeah but, dude, Guatemala is good, and, like, Close is good, and, mm-hmm. like, I about, love Close. Dude, yeah. I'm, dude, like, honestly, I've been very impressed with Slim Jimmy, though. Yeah. I feel like I he's, always... like, 
I like all of his verses. Like his verses are usually like m- my favorite parts of the songs, and I'm yeah. kind of shocked by it. Cause like I didn't think it would be, but like his mm-hmm. verse on Close is like super good, and like I don't yeah. know. I, I've been I've been impressed with him. Like I, I was kind of like, oh, it's like Sway Lee and then the other guy, but I actually like him more than I thought I would. I'm about their I'm about their singles, man. And just to that uh, Khalid. Ty Dolla Sign and Black with a Six song that came out. Yeah. I like it. Dude, I like that. I like it a lot, too. I was pretty hyped when I saw those three on a song together, too. I was like, ooh. Mm I got a lot of of listening done this weekend. Mm. That's solid. You guys better get the uh, Walk a Flock album done for next week, too. (laughs) Walk a Flock album. Twin Towers 2. I I might listen to it. I would actually recommend the Jim Jones, though. The Jim wow. Jones one. I can't believe Jim Dude, Jones. Dude, I'm just still so so shocked he's still putting on music. Honestly, I know. <laughs> also, yeah. Georgia Smith dropped a free album with like three oh, songs. Yeah. On. I have to listen to that because, dude, that her song on the Black Panther album is so good. Yeah. I don't even think I've talked to you guys about uh, "Nice for What" yet. Because oh yeah, "Nice for What's the Jam." Dude, I love that song so much. <laughs> it's me so too. Good. Dude, I can't. It's such a good like bar song too. Oh yeah, dude. Can, yeah. Hot, hot take. Favorite song of 2018. Uh, I don't think that's really a hot take. What is? It? It's just those that God's plan diplomatic community. I mean, I don't think that's a super hot take. Oh, people. I mean, I love God's plan. I mean, people, so do I. But like, I don't yeah. think it. I don't think it's like a super hot take to say "Nice for What's Your Favorite One." Yeah, it's true. I guess. Yes. Whenever Drake drops songs intermittently, I always forget how crazy like. Like, people went crazy over God's plan, and I always kind of forget that, like, that's just kind of the reaction for, like, most Drake songs. I think Drake's no, single dude. was going to get that kind of reaction. See, yeah. see, I was thinking that, dude, but I feel like these two have been, like, super big. Like, God's plan and Nice for What have been, like, super, super big. Yeah. I think that's because they're, like, more poppy. Yeah, probably. Like, I remember, dude, but like what I he said, Twitter what went he, crazy. What, what do you say on his Look Alive verse? I'm only chasing bags now. He's only yeah. after the bags now, man. He's just making these these hits, man. That's all he's about. <laughs> I say I remember on um or where about like two birds, one stone, sneak in and mm-hmm. fake love. Like people kind of freaked out for like a couple days, but then like died down. Well, see, I feel like both these songs are way better than all those. Yeah, songs, same. So. All like, three these, of them, even these, diplomatic these are, yeah. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Like, so like all three of them, like they're. They're his best, like, singles, like, pre-album singles since, like, God, I don't even know what I would put up there. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, these, um, th- these well, like, seem like his... Three- made Summer 16. If not Summer 16, but then it would have to be, I like, st- 0 to 100 or something. I still... Dude. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is... Yeah, 0 to 100 probably close, but I feel like these are, like, his three biggest pre-album singles. Yeah. That he's came I mean, out with. I'm with, I'm with Mark. Nice for what is... Dude, if we if we're actually gonna do that bracket, we need to include nice for what? <laughs> need to change it. Go back we got we got we gotta get that in there. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a yeah. lucy that's gonna pull some upsets. Nah, dude, like I'm I'm s i am so excited for his album, dude. Oh man. I feel like it's gonna be so yeah. good. Also, hot taking I think we're like not on Scorpion and maybe not on the next album, but I think we're like two or three Drake albums away from him doing a mumble rap song. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can see it coming. See, I, I really, I really don't think I see it coming. I feel like Drake's it's just gonna, gonna be Kanye, dude. dude it's gonna be Kanye. 
man. Who Kanye's let, gonna bite whatever style's hot. <laughs> who who let Kanye get his Twitter back, man? Yeah, I was like, I thought all that shit was like real funny whenever like he was like, "Don't be afraid to like steal other people's ideas and shit." And, like, yeah, yeah. I was just kind of like laughing along, and there's like generic Instagram quotes, <laughs> like he was having, and then like he came out and supported like an all right person. I was like, yeah. all right. Yeah, we need to we need to take Kanye's Twitter away from him again. Like, mm-hmm. dude, dude he's just, I don't know. And then he's like announcing all these albums. Like, he got one coming on the yeah. June first, and then him and Cuddy have one coming out a week later. Which who, yeah, that's about to be the who, craziest. Who knew month Kid ever. Cuddy? Yeah, who knew Kid Cuddy still even made music? But he put on an album in 2016. It was pretty good. I haven't. I, listened, like I haven't legitimately listened to a Kid Cuddy song in like years. Years. Well, his 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 is just such a special album, you know. Yeah, I I mean, I really think it's like the last good thing he did. So. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I don't know. And then then he has like then he said like Nas's album's coming out on like the fifteenth or something. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ! I'm actually, I'm honestly most excited for the Pusha T album though. Yeah, dude, I 100%. I've, I've been cracking 100%. up at all the it's fun Twitter about Pusha T because it's like everybody complains about artists never like progressing or doing anything and then just but Pusha T just constantly make albums about him selling cocaine and everybody loves it every time I know it's hilarious like all those but his flow crack, is so good dude. they just crack me up dude because it's like also dude these pods are hard when <laughs> everyone's in different places yeah. and we're like we all like wait for the other person to stop to start talking <laughs> and then we just like that, uh, that, that. No, yeah, that, that's rough doing that. But go ahead. We'll go say more. We'll go ahead. I was just going to say, dude, I've, I call me old school or whatever, but I, like, I love songs where people are just rapping about like slinging drugs and shit. <laughs> like, those are the best yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just it's just funny to me because everybody always like complains about artists not like mm-hmm. progressing and doing like rapping about other things. And then it's just like, Pusha T can just consistently make this album's about the same thing over and over again and people love him all the time so yes and he just gives like widespread like critical acclaim <laughs> yeah it's just hilarious like yeah that like whole month like kanye has like announced an album that he's like producing for every week of that month yeah, yeah kanye's been busy apparently apparently yeah but it seems like all he's doing is tweeting out bullshit yeah. to be honest <laughs> yeah well it's just probably done like I mean, if, it's, if that's all coming out in June, it has to be, like, very close to being done, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Know. Unless he's going to pull, like, a Travis Scott did with his, like, first album or whatever and, like, be working on it until, like, the day it comes out. Because <laughs> didn't yeah. he do that? Wasn't that, like, a thing Travis Scott did one time? I feel like that was a thing he did. Yeah. He literally, like... Well, Kanye did, too, remember? With Pablo. Oh, yeah. Well, Kanye kept working on The Life of Pablo after it came out. Like, he was, like, actively yeah. making changes to it after it came but, out. Do you remember how it came out, like, ten hours too late because, like, um, Chance was doing something with it or whatever? He wasn't done. Yeah. He wasn't like, done with his, with his like, ultralight beam <laughs> verse. Like, <laughs> Yeah. That's why, like, in that verse, he says, like, just throw this at the end if I'm too late for the intro. It's like, because Chance was really, like, making that verse, like, last minute. Yeah. But, not yet, but I'm not, I'm not gonna lie though. I kind of like I kind of like that people are just willing to like throw shit on albums late now. Like, yeah, Future did it, um, with like that Nicki song, and then um, yep, I feel like it's so I feel like it's so much easier to do that though nowadays. Yeah, now that it's streaming, and you don't actually have to like buy them. Yeah, 
Yeah, because no, like young, very few people are actually buying like physical. Uh, the Life of Pablo didn't even did that even sell like physical copies at first. No, they didn't sell any physical copies for a while. Yeah. I don't even know if they did ever, but I know they didn't for like the first month. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's like if you actually like go through like a record store or whatever and looks for CDs, like hmm, I'm gonna dude, buy this new. Dude, copy. also dude, people do. I mean, the like yeah. big artists still sell like a couple like couple tens of thousands of like physical copies of stuff that's people, so wild to me yeah people wait, still also, do, but... did you guys know how that physical copies things works like it's the number they sell to like best buy and amazon and shit not like the number best buy and amazon oh, really? sell oh really? yeah so oh that's, that's like bullshit then. that's Taylor like... swift sold a million her first week oh uh, because they because just they, up they didn't own they didn't only cd release oh. and they're like they're like rumors circulating that she sold nowhere close to a million physical albums with like distributors bought that shit up D- distributors bought like a million copies so, so it yeah oh that's crazy yeah that's how adele sold like two million her first week wow yeah they're really out of here scamming Ga- game that's the like, system. that's like a lot of rap bars like they do that the second week to like help boost their second week sales like i know drake did that with views there were physical copies until week two and he had like a crazy week too yeah well, that's like well i can't wait until drake just slaps on like god's plan and nice for what on scorpion like, oh. as bonus tracks and just gets like literally a hundred thousand uh copies sold just off of those two songs <laughs> yeah because i mean that's what he did with hotline bling that's like the only yeah. that's like why his first week numbers were so crazy for views it's because hotline bling had got like so many because you get all of those like back mm. listens like streams i thought for it. I thought they count towards the total, but not like the first week. Oh well, maybe, but I might be wrong about that. Though. I, I don't. I don't. I, don't I thought that just works. Yeah, I don't really know all the ins and outs of the uh, of mm-hmm. the RIA uh, certification certifications. Stuff. Yeah, it seems kind of uh, <laughs> not the most structured system, but it's also meaningless now too because everything's oh, yeah. like streaming numbers. You know, like yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's what, even like the Billboard charts are like completely useless almost now, because like everything just gets like I don't know because there's so many different ways that people are listening to stuff now that it's just I don't yeah know, it makes it so. Does much Apple easier. Music do like the most played songs? See, I don't because they have like a they have like, their charts just based on streaming. Yeah, see, like okay, that, yeah, in, that's that's what Spotify has yeah, as well. In Apple Music, it's based off streaming, but like, I don't know, have you gone into like the actual iTunes store lately, Mark? Because it's the order no. is way different. Because I think that's people oh, who sure are actually buying stuff. So, yeah, uh, dude. Which nice for bu- what is still number five in stream? It's like four J Cole songs for what, yeah. and like the rest of his album, and then God's Plan and like half of Cardi's album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, did, did, dude. Nice a... for what is still number one on Spotify over like wow, fucking. It's nice for what then J. Cole songs and then God's Plan and then four J Cole songs. <laughs> the top eight is literally all J Cole and Drake. <laughs> That's dude, hilarious. I saw, I saw somebody tweet, dude, that J Cole is arguably as big as Drake and Kendrick. No, and I was like, no, he's no not. one's like, even what close to ta- Drake. What are you even talking about, like? No, this is not. This is not arguable like, at all. He, he's the third biggest rapper by like. Actually, Future's starting to catch him. See, I would even put. I would even think I'd put Kanye. Oh yeah, that's uh, of Jake. I don't know. Just as like a pure like public figure. 
Oh yeah. I'm oh yeah. I mean, about, as, like, as a public figure, Kanye is like might be the top. Like Kanye, how many Twitter followers does Kanye have? Dude? Oh, I don't know. But I'm like, I was, feel like I, I started like looking. People don't at even it. like listen to hip hop music. Fucking no Kanye, you know? Yeah. Like, I was like, because I started like looking into it after this tweet because it angered me a little bit because I was like, people <laughs> actually think this. Like, what the heck? Like. And like J Cole's best-selling album, which was 2014 Forest Hills Drive, this is at least of at least according to the RIAA website. Yeah, his highest-selling album would be Drake's like fifth. Oh yeah, and like by a lot because like Views, um, Take Care, and was the same all have like four million certified copies sold, and uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive has two, two million, so he's like doubled his highest selling album three times. And then like, mm-hmm. um, what is it? One of them has, one of them has like 2 million and then like more life wasn't even on there. And I think that has like 2 million, mm-hmm. but I was like, like, dude, it would be like, I was like, and then J Cole has like, J Cole's never had a top 10 billboard hit either. Really? Or something. Is that a top 10 or a top five? Like kind of something surprising that he hasn't had before. But he's had, like, shockingly little billboard success, which I know I just said that doesn't really mean a whole bunch. But still. His hooks are terrible, dude. Like, yeah, I know, can't write a good well, hook. Well, I mean, I know I know J. Cole's, like, whole thing is he's, like, the the anti, like, trap kind of guy now thing. He, like, doesn't make, like, poppy music. But, like, still, I mean, if your argument is he's, like, the big, like, is arguably the biggest rapper in the game and he's never had a top ten billboard hit and he's been and his best-selling album has been doubled by drake times like that's not an argument like it's really not real quick though i'm on the billboard charts right now more life is the 15th ranked rap album uses 18 and take care is 23 (laughs) (laughs) like drake's got three of the top 25 rap albums out right now and and one of them is from 2011 one of them's nine years old I just don't understand where people get this idea that like Jake Paul is like as big as Drake or something. Like I don't get it. It's because his fans are fucking stupid. Yeah, it's because he's. I'm really convinced that people are like that. It's like a thing. People just like troll Jake Paul fans because they get so riled up so easily. And it's like hilarious to me. Like it's like with like Kobe fans. Like you know, if you just tweet something slightly slanderous about Kobe, like you'll just get like people will just get mauled by like hundreds of people. But like it's very similar with J Cole. Like if you just tweet like J Cole's corny, you'll get like a hundred people just like attacking you, being like you're too dumb to understand J Cole. And it's like what? Like people people take it's it's like way too serious, dude. Like it's like it's really not that serious, like at all. Mm -hmm. I don't know, dude. Like. Oh, people! People kill me with that kind of stuff. Oh, people drive me crazy. I know. And the thing is, if you want to get that way about Kendrick, that's fine. He's probably the most gifted wordsmith since Lil Wayne. Yeah, like that's, that's what my my he, my he tells stories has like deep, like ridiculous meaning to his songs. Like he has these sonically closed, like message closed, like full story albums, and like. If you get like that, that's fine. He just want a fucking Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> See, my my whole thing has been that I think like Kendrick is probably the most technically gifted rapper out right now. Like I always thought my whole thing is like I think he's a better rapper than Drake is, but Drake makes way better songs than him. Yeah. Cuz there's a difference. Like I don't people like to act like there's not a difference between being good at rapping and making good songs. Oh no, there is. But there's like, a huge no. difference. Like like you yeah. can be super good at rapping 
but also not good at making rap songs. Like it's, it's two Literally, things. The story of Nas? Question mark. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Nas might be the most technically gifted rapper I've ever listened to, but a lot of his production is trash. Yeah, which is why like, I'm, which I wish I wish we had a Kanye produced Nas album when Nas wasn't like old. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want us like sound like mean about it, but yeah. Yeah, like, hey, I mean, like Jay-Z just came out with a pretty good album. You never yeah, that's know. True. That's true. I, I yeah. will say, like, I agree with you 100%. The thing about J. Cole, like, I don't understand is, like, Kendrick, like, he has, like, the albums and the songs that you can point to to say, like, here, listen to this shit. Like, like this is really good. You know, Kanye has that history as well of, like, albums that, like, changed hip-hop, like, like incredibly well-regarded albums that are going to be, like, lawed for forever and like hip-hop like that changed the game and it's like j cole it's like yeah he's like a good mixtape and like two good albums and it's like all right and his last stuff has been really boring to me so like where are these like super fans even getting this from like what can you point to from j cole outside like a couple songs on forest hill drive and like born center that like shows that he's so great like he has like all right he has some probably good songs on like silent story as well but it's like I don't think any of those albums hold up as well as like, like at least three of Kanye's albums and like mm-hmm. at least two of Kendrick's albums. So it's like, I don't, yeah. I just don't understand how these fans are still like stand for J Cole because like, th- it's just I don't know. Like, there's nothing there that just stands out to me. Yeah. The, well, the thing with J Cole is kind of like, he's he's a sol- he has a solid sound, and he has an amazing narrative, <laughs> and. Honestly, See, he used to have a solid sound. I think his I think his albums sound so fucking boring now. I I didn't like the sound of Four Your Eyes Only really. Neither did I, and I K- think the same K- about KOD. Fine. Yeah, I don't know. Forest Hills Drive though, it's got five songs and the rest are okay. But <laughs> yeah, I will say like Forest Hills Drive actually has some songs I really do like, and I was I still listen to some of those songs now. But like, yeah, it's nothing like. Like you look at like some of the shit Kanye and Kendrick put out. Like that, nothing J Cole has done compares to that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, J Cole fans are basically just like the get off my lawn people who started listening to rap music in two thousand nine. Because like if you think about it, J Cole, <laughs> if he came, all right, if J Cole came out, no, no one would talk about his lyrics. No one would talk about his message. They'd be like, wow, he has a really progressive sound for two thousand three. And now yeah. he has he has a sort of progressive sound, but he's one of these few rappers who, who has like the I care about like narratives and stuff and like my quote unquote like message and everything, which like rappers have on their albums. But like I feel like J Cole takes a lot more seriously, at least like his branding than other rappers do. Kind of like Logic. Yeah, I don't like the big name Raptors. Yeah, I would. I guess I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I just don't really understand why J Cole fans are so defensive about him all the time. Though, like it's like people they act as if like if you don't think he's like the best rapper alive, then you're like some type of like moron who has like no idea what they're doing yeah. with their life. And it's like it's just not that it's not that serious. I. It's just no, I think like, it's. I think it's because I think it's because of what I was just saying. I think they think he belongs in the same conversation as like Kendrick and and uh, and Drake and Kanye. And I'm just like, no, he does mm-hmm. not. <laughs> like, no, he does not. I think he's. I think he's like the tier below. 
but like i mean that's not really like i, I don't think that's like I, slanderous I, 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 I mean, in terms of popularity sure yeah that's like, what i mean in like, terms of like, like there's oh, yeah. a tier below them in like as like a big name in rap i, I mean let me like put it this way below. to you dude I guarantee you, a month now, two months now, from now, none of J Cole's songs are gonna be in like the top hundred charts. Like because, one like, will be, like ATM will be, and maybe Kendrick. maybe, maybe. And if it is, it'll be in the low. Like once, once Drake and and Kanye and some of these other and like you know Travis, that once they put out their album, like they'll make fucking hits and they'll make songs actually sound enjoyable to listen to. Like J Cole, it's like, alright, cool, you're trying to like have this deep message, but. I don't know. I think it. I think it might be just like. I don't know. A lot of his stuff is like, okay, I've heard that before. You're you're not you're not saying anything new. You're not doing it in mm-hmm. an interesting way, like musically. Nothing about the production or like the lyrics that you're spitting is interesting or the flow that you're using. It's just like, all right, this would be deep if I was like 14 and didn't hear about these kind of messages and shit before. It's like, oh, they're not using our taxes correctly. It's not helping out the African American community. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, okay, you could you could drone over that over this boring beat if you want to, but yeah. not really doing anything for me to be honest. But dude, like the things like Jekyll's like, why can't I use an app to feel like my, I want to use my taxes for? I'm like, okay, okay, let's think about this for a minute. Let's let Robert Mercer use his taxes for what like like let's let these crazy let's let these crazy all right people do it too. Like, then we have a bigger <laughs> problem. How about you support candidates you believe in, J. Cool? <laughs> Instead of bitching that you don't have an app to like crowdfund taxes for shit. <laughs> yes. Dude, uh, because I I promise you, if like people could actually use an app to like decide what their taxes went to, like we would have no, dude, dog, we would, it would be terrible. Dog shelters would be swimming in money. Yeah. And people would be starving. Oh, a hundred percent, dude! It would, yeah. And we'd have we have a ridiculous, like we might even have a more ridiculous military. Oh, oh God! Oh. <laughs> and we we spend like so much money on our military, like so much money. we want to go on about music while we're here oh yeah <laughs> all right so my j cole i feel like we i feel like we discussed a decent bit of it we, but we might as well just like make this one all music because yeah we're 40 minutes into one about music and it seems like that's you're right we'll, we'll wait till like the end of the first round and then we can talk about this the next yeah. round and give our pick i think that's probably a better well, like whenever we talk about the next series we can kind of talk about how the team's got there you know anyway go, go ahead mark the floor is yours okay so this is j cole right so, listening to J. Cole doesn't make you fucking smarter or better than anyone else. Like, people need to chill out with their superiority complex. Like, oh, I listen to J. Cole. Or, like, oh, I listen to Chance. Like, I'm, like, so woke. First of all, word woke, low-key trash. Everyone <laughs> uses it nowadays. It doesn't mean anything. People scr- people like, oh, dude, Kanye's so woke. Like, I don't know. He really not. We just kind of throw it on anything we like. Anything we like that sounds like mildly deep, even if it's like fake deep, we're like, oh my god, that's so woke. It's not. J. Cole's album, not that serious. You know, he talks about how he loves this girl that he what, sees Instagram pictures of, generically relatable. Not this deep, like, understanding of our culture. It's just kind of generically relatable. You're like, oh, I see a hot chick on Instagram. I'm gonna, like, follow her. Like, that's not this big statement on society. And 
I kind of see this shit like other places. Like, does anyone remember on Twitter last week, like two weeks ago, where everyone was like, you'd have a certain intelligence to understand the office? No, you fucking don't. <laughs> Literally anyone coach the office would find that shit hilarious. And you look like Seinfeld fans too, where Seinfeld fans are like, I'm, I have a better sense of comedy than you because I think Seinfeld's like so funny. And it's like, no, like you just like something or you don't. And it really isn't like this big indictment of your intelligence if you don't think J. Cool is that fucking good at making music because he's honestly not. <laughs> There's so many people who have more progressive sounds. There's so many people that have more progressive lyrics. Like, if you think J. Cole is very lyricist than like Kendrick or Vince Staples or even anywhere close to guys like that, like, I don't know, if you think J. Cole's like, you think, oh, I only listen to J. Cole for the lyrics. Go listen to like Immortal Technique or something like that. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, you're clearly not listening to J. Cole for the lyrics because they're much more lyrical rappers. You just like his sound and you want to like feel smart about it because he kind of makes like observations about society and he's fakey. And guess what? Do you want to know the reason why J. Cole doesn't have features on his albums? Because J. Cole gets washed on so many fucking tracks. So many tracks. <laughs> like, does anyone remember that Green Ranger song with Lil Wayne? Where Lil Wayne was like, I don't really like this beat. And then he just washed J. Cole. And oh, I was going through some of his other songs earlier here. Let me pull up his guest appearances. Um, looking for trouble with Kanye, Pusha T, Big Sean, and Psy High. Jake oh Lipsy. yeah, dude, he gets yeah. bodied on that track. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Fitted cap with Wale, Rick Ross, and Meek Mill. Like, oh, I'm on 2.0. It's like a bunch of rappers, but like the Drank in My Cup remix. I was like, just give me Drank in My Cup with Kirko Bangs. <laughs> like, yeah, Green, 24 karat gold. Big Sean did better than him. Like, Big Sean's fine. Diamonds with Rick Ross and French Montana. Louis Vuitton with Fabo. Like, the Jodeci Freestyle with Drake. Black Grammys with Wale. Rocky Fresh and Meek Mill. Like, there is a reason J. Cole makes songs by himself. No, it's because people aren't worthy to be on it, Mark. Dude, even yeah, that idiot. Badass song, Legendary, like, the only song that J. Cole's put out recently with big artists that he didn't get washed on is that American Dream song with Jeezy Kendrick. It's because Kendrick spits like eight incoherent bars at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's <brilliant laughs> that's the only that's the Kendrick. only that's the only reason Jeezy because Kendrick like, does like a weird ass outro. Jeezy was like, "Hey Kendrick, can I get you on a song." And Kendrick's like, "Yeah, sure, man. Here's eight random things I said in the booth the other day." Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like J Cole, J Cole stays getting washed more than any other big rapper I know, like any other big rapper. Even Big Sean, who's Big Sean's kind of thing was he was a seven out of ten rapper. Guess what? That's J. Cole's thing now. J. Cole's my new six and a half or seven out of ten rapper that I'm gonna go to anytime I talk about someone who's like slightly above average, but really not that great. Dude, I agree with everything you've been saying. J. Cole is like the like he's like the most average rapper ever, dude. Like mm-hmm. that's how I would describe him. He's just so yeah. average. Like yeah. average beats, average lyricism, mm-hmm. like trying to yeah. be fake deep. Like, oh my goodness. Man, this turned super anti-J. Cole super quick. Dude, this is why he, this is why his fans get so defensive, because, like, they think he belongs in the same conversation as, like, top-tier rappers. I'm like, I just don't see it at we all. We were having a very reasonable conversation about him, and then Mark just went, like... Four. I feel like we need Greg in here just to defend him a little bit, because I feel like yeah. Greg actually likes J. Cole. 
No, dude, the thing is, I used to, like, legitimately, like, J. Cole legitimately used to be one yeah. of my, like, favorite rappers. And I just, like... Dude, because so- his music actually used to sound yeah. fucking good. Like, there were songs For- on Four Soul Drive where it was like, yo, this this production is fucking tight. Like, huh? I, like, lyrically, it might not be super interesting, but, like, his beats used to be so interesting. And now it's so fucking just lethargic is the best way. Yeah. Like, that's how I would describe the last two J. Cole albums, lethargic. It's just, like, yeah. I'll put it on, I'll be like, all right. I, I I don't if I'm actually like trying to listen to something I'm like I can't listen to this anymore this is so boring like it's it's alright I'm just like putting on the background while I'm doing something else but like I don't know I don't know dishwashing man. music yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dishwashing music yeah. or like music while you do work it's like filing your taxes like, like, music <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ like, dude, I I so I solely blame Shea Serrano for making me dislike J Cole because once he started saying all that stuff about him on Twitter, and I was just like, dang. He's he kinda, made you think about it. He's kind of right about this. He he opened your eyes. He made yeah. you woke on J. Cole. Just playing, he, like... he he made me he made me woke on on J Cole. Uh-huh. No, but like, cause like I was like, oh, he's just being a hater, and then like I started like actually thinking about it, and I'm like, wait, he really yeah. is kind of like how he's saying, dude, and it's just. I don't know. Really, it's for me. It's really J Cole fans that that get me the most. Like, cause I still I mean, think they... his music's fine. I think I still think yeah. he makes solid music, and it's just his fans just gotta be, gotta they just gotta do less is what they have to do. No, yelling at people who don't like something that you like will never ever make them start liking it. Like, no, ever. I'm pretty sure people like, freaking out is the only way to change their opinions. If, if you're if you're like trying to make people start liking something more and how much you like it, calling them idiots for not liking it usually isn't the best way to go about it. <laughs> that's that's just from my personal experience. Being completely obnoxious about something because somebody doesn't like it and you do isn't the best way to like make other people like it. Hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I think his album's fine, but like. All this praise that, like, I see heaped on J. Cole. I'm like, give me a fucking break. I'm like, just just tell me you like it. It slows his production and, like, we can go in our merry way. Because that's all it is. Yeah. You just like it slows in production and you want to ascribe a higher value to it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It's just, just give me a any, fucking Any break. standout tracks for you guys on this one? Uh, I think, I guess if I had to pick one, I'd probably say 18 p.m., yeah, ATM or KOD. Yeah, those are probably the two best, I think. I do like 1985, but... I do like 1985 as well. But I, Photograph is fucking awful, dude. Ph- photograph is That's bad. Paid photograph is bad. What about Kevin's heart? Oh, wait. Kevin's heart, heart. Kevin's heart is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Ph- photograph, I just... He's even from the minute I heard that song, I was just like, this is terrible. Like, this was this was the ultimate, like, I have to make a relatable song on here, so I'm going to make a song about falling in love on Instagram. And I'm just like, this is, this is, this is not good. But. Uh, is this supposed to be, like, a joke? Honestly, I don't know. Wait, guys. The the bars you need to be, like, so woke to understand. It's in the court. Yeah, in the chorus for uh, Kevin's Heart. But I'm only human. I know loving you's a crime. If I take this cookie now, one day I'll do the time. <laughs> Slip me a zanny at once, somebody. I got the earth in a blunt, smoke. I get the skirt when I want, skirt. I get the skirt when I want, skirt. <laughs> skirt. Due to the money aroma, somebody. 
My girl, she got a diploma. Smoke. She got life written all over. Smoke. She got life written all over. Like, <laughs> like, all right. All right, Yo. give me... You want to see something break. really funny, dude? Look at, like, the genius, like, comments behind those lines with people <laughs> trying to, like, ascribe them deeper meaning. Like, like the one in the... I got the earth in a blood smoke. They're like, metaphorically speaking, Cole is referencing how the younger generation of rappers and the youth in general are impatient, insecure, and anxious. They often turn to drugs to combat this, all the while acting almost like a childish ruler, demanding things as soon as he, she wants them. Dude, I'm convinced. Dog, there's legitimately I'm four paragraphs. Oh, there are legitimately four paragraphs on I get this skirt when I want. <laughs> Dude, I'm convinced thanks to genius and like people being able to like make like annotations for people's lyrics, Ubers have gotten way more credit for being like super lyrical when they shouldn't because their, li their line is like literally just meant to be taken at face value but then ran people on the internet. Like, uh, make some crazy, like, wild connection and get, like, a quadruple on Tundra. And people are like, whoa. Like, I'm really convinced half half the time rappers just, like, say a line and then somebody else makes up something crazy for it on the internet. And they're like, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, they, like, they didn't at all when they first said it. Like, I'm really convinced this happens, like, uh, quite a bit. Are you telling me wherever Young Thug said... I might beat it, I might eat it, like Mike Ike. He wasn't intentionally making a quintuple entendre. <laughs> see, I don't know. See, that's the thing. But, like, see, I, would, I wouldn't be too surprised if it came out that Young Thug was like, yeah, I don't know, I just thought it sounded cool. And, then, like, somebody on the internet just, like, connected all this random crap together. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if that was really what, what was happening. I mean, I, I get to beat it like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Eat it like um, Mike Tyson. Beat it like Ike Turner. Like, I get that, but like, I'm like, was Young Thug consciously like, yeah, that's a quintuple entendre. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna stand hard for Young Thug, like 99 percent of the time. But right here, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I get it happened to be a true or quintuple entendre, but like, <laughs> do we really think? And he doesn't write his lyrics. He <laughs> just kind of goes in and he spits. <laughs> The closest thing Young Thug ever got to writing lyrics was drawing pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of crazy that he doesn't like write anything beforehand. Yeah, I mean, or, I mean, for the he he probably does, but he probably has an idea. Yeah, but and, like a handful of things. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne would just kind of spit over the same song twenty times and like pick out the parts he liked best, and he somehow managed to rhyme like nine syllable lines and like <laughs> have like some of the densest just like it was just like simile metaphor like yeah homonym synonym like just craziness he was just kind of like i'm gonna do it by ear like i was just gonna say wild shit <laughs> Oh, but uh, Mark said, did, did you see A Quiet Place? I did see A Quiet Place. What did you think about it? Because I know Marshall wasn't as big on it as I was. Um, I mean, the the movie concept is fascinating. Like, the fact that it was a very, like, yeah, quiet movie. And, like, there wasn't much dialogue. And you're, like, on the edge of your seat anytime, like, there's a noise made. That's certainly different. 
but like the whole like these aliens came in on a meteor and they managed to wipe out the entire human population when all you need is like yeah dude a certain oh. noise and a shotgun and you can kill them but they wiped out pretty much the entire human population yeah dude when when i was like all right spoilers spoilers yeah that spoilers. ending got me so upset because it's like yeah it's like tense movie the whole time and then like ends on like the fucking action movie was like all right popping the shotgun yeah, no, here we dude, go like we're gonna me, kill all of them now it's like oh my goodness how long i can't remember how long did it say it was after the fact wasn't it like day like 400 like five, something? 487 so like and like i don't know how it took a year and a half <laughs> for people to realize that these creatures with supersonic hearing might have a weakness to very high frequency sound. Yeah. I just don't understand <laughs> how nobody thought of this. Dog, we have we have yeah. sound weapons. We literally have weapons yes. that shoot sound I, waves at people. I don't get it. Like how did it take you this long? Also, why don't why didn't they go live by the river? Yeah. Do you know how great of a just like you just have such a better margin for error on making sounds if you live by yeah. the river? Like I or like just have something that's like kind of far from your house, like far enough from your house, but like close enough to where it's loud enough that just constantly is making noise. Mm-hmm. Because apparently these things just attack whatever like I don't know, it was, like, weird, because, like, I don't know, I, I understand if they do something smart, like, go live by the river, then you don't have a movie, but mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time, I was just like, why? Like, I don't understand, and, like, for me, when at the end, John Krasinski, like, sacrifices himself, I didn't get why he had to do that either, because don't they just attack any sound that gets made? Yeah, well, they, so it, why, was, it was so, after the kids. I know, but why didn't he just take that axe he had in his hand and just throw it at the track, <laughs> like, 20 feet next to him? Because then it would have attacked the tractor and not him. And he didn't have to die and his kids didn't either. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was just like, this doesn't, um, it doesn't make any sense. Like, Also, I, these animals wiped out the human population and they didn't remember there was sound like 20 feet to its left after it killed John Krasinski in like a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was just a really well-made movie. Yeah. And like I really like you said with the sound like I've never been more acutely aware of every single noise that has been made in a movie theater as I was in that mm-hmm. theater. Like I was Apparently. like anytime anybody would like crinkle like a candy wrapper or something, like I would notice it. And like I was so aware of every noise I was making. And it was like it was just kind mm-hmm. of a cool like movie experience to have. Yeah. And I did think it was a good movie. There was just some like goofy like logical things in there like that where it's like, why don't you just move yeah. by the river or why don't you just do this or like that just kind of <laughs> bothered me. But overall, I mean I thought it was a I thought it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. think it's like this the the masterpiece that some of the like the critics are claiming it is. But, I mean, well, I guess, like, I'm conceptually it is, but the yeah. script isn't. Yeah. Exactly. Like the plot, yes, yeah. yes, that's how I would say. Yes. Yeah, like the... the like but the, it's a good debut. It's a good debut. Oh, that's yeah, his first directing time. movie, right? Um, I think he's directed, like, some other smaller stuff, but... Oh, okay. But, I mean, this is, like, his first, like, big thing, I think, but... Mm-hmm. And he, like, wrote... He wrote it, too. John Krasinski did, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely a good movie, and it was a very good, like I said, it, if not debut, early movie for him. But I don't know. Like I said, I thought, like I said, it was really well made. Like the sound design for it and everything was really cool. And like, but I don't know. I wasn't. I was. 
I didn't. I don't want to say I came away a little bit disappointed, but I feel like I did because it was like super hyped up. Oh yeah, okay, that's how I felt. I think I think we're in the same spot then. I'm not saying yeah. it's bad. I enjoy it. I just like I went in like with the reviews it was getting. It seemed like all right, this is gonna be like. I think I think Get Out might have spoiled me because I yeah. I kind of approached it in a similar sense, but like it doesn't have any type of that like social commentary. An intelligent oh, yeah, social no. commentary that Get Out had, and no, like yeah. plot twists that Get Out had. So it was it was just like a standard like like high tension kind of uh, thriller horror movie or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was good though. Like I enjoyed it. It was fun. But like I mean, I have no desire in seeing it again to be honest. You know. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. I, it's probably my. I think I have it right now as my second favorite movie I've seen this year though. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen a ton of movies. Let me think about that. I've only seen five movies this year, and one of Ooh, them was. We're gonna the... do like our favorite movies of the year right now. Let's do it. Because I mean, I've seen five movies this year, and one of them was the Cloverfield Paradox. So that's obviously that's last. last. Yeah. And then I saw. Okay, what else? Whoa. <laughs> I saw Red Sparrow, the Jennifer Lawrence like spy yeah. movie. That's that's How four. That? that it was fine. Okay. It was like. It was kind of like nothing like super crazy happened for like the whole middle part of the movie. And then like mm-hmm. at the end, like the ending's pretty good, like it's pretty satisfying and it gets pretty intense at the end and it's pretty good. But it's kind of like the ending kind of makes you feel like the whole movie was way better than it was. Kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I see what you mean. When yeah. when you're watching the movie, you're like all right, this is fine. But then you get to the end and they like tie it all together pretty well and you're like, "Oh, that was good." So you kind of feel like it's better than it really was. But, I mean, it was a fine movie. I mean, I didn't – I liked it. And then uh, my third favorite movie is Annihilation, which I liked. I know you saw yep. that, right, Marshall? Yeah. Yeah, we never actually talked about that, but um, – Yeah, because we were waiting for Greg to see it. Yeah, and then I don't think he ever saw it, but – No. <laughs> no, I thought it was good, and I thought it had some, like, interesting, like, analogy to it where it was, like, kind of based off, like, like self-destruction kind of stuff how people do that to themselves and like yeah with that kind of thing and like even like that last scene or not the last scene but that scene at like towards the end where like natalie portman's like fighting that like copy of herself but it's like the humanoid looking yeah that thing. movie was super trippy yeah but i felt like but like i thought I that scene like was, was too su- complex for its own good it tried yes i don't know maybe that was the point was to leave the viewer confused on what happened but like I didn't feel like a ton of satisfaction over what happened. Yeah, yeah. Mark just got a. He said his Skype app crashed, so he'll be back. I guess. Oh shit! Yeah. So then you got Quiet Place two, then Black Panther one. Yeah, and I'm sure by the by the end of this week, I'll either have a num another a new number one or two at the worst. Because I'm going to see Infinity War on Thursday, so. Are you saying it at midnight? At 6 o'clock on Thursday. Oh, nice. Which I'm pretty sure is, like, the earliest showing I can get for where we gotcha. are. For being in Pittsburgh, but I'm pretty excited for that. But, yeah, what movies have you seen this year, Marshall? I've seen a lot of the same ones. So I've seen uh, Quiet Place, Black Panther, Annihilation, um, and then I saw Game Night. Oh, I, I, I never... Uh, I, I ooh, never, I want to see that. I never ended up seeing it. I wanted to. I've heard it's good. I just Dude, never I don't want to overhype it, it, but that's that's probably my number two behind Black Panther's game. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've heard, it's, yeah. I've heard it's good. 
And I, I, I went in with a pretty low expectation. It's like, a, like it's like an interesting enough plot. Um, the characters are hilarious, and like, yeah, it's just like it's just like a good comedy. You know, it's like just a very good comedy yeah. that like appeals to my sense of humor. And yeah, I mean, I would definitely recommend it. At this point, you probably it'll probably be like could probably get it soon. Yeah, um, whenever whenever it comes out, I'll I'll probably watch it because yeah. My man's my man's Lamorn Morris is in there. Shout out Winston from New Girl. Yeah, yeah. it's it's real funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel uh, like yeah. So I'd, I'd probably say like Black Panther one, Game Night two, Quiet Place three, Annihilation four. Probably. I'm trying to think. Have I seen anything else? I feel like I saw another movie this year. No, I saw a bunch of like older movies because I was watching like the Oscar movies or whatever. So. Oh yeah, and I think those <laughs> are the only four I've seen like have come out here. Yeah. And you said you've, I been, see, you've seen, I like, Goodfellas? Like, haven't you been watching but, Goodfellas, like, a bunch over the last couple of days? All right. I mean, if we want a hot take right now, let me <laughs> tell you how genius Goodfellas is. Like, that movie is so rewatchable. Just every... Have you guys seen it? Yeah. I haven't watched yeah. it in a while, though, so... Mm. Dude, it's on Netflix. Like, I, I, I'm telling you, just start watching it. You will get, you will get hooked into it. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of love those kind of gangster like mafia movies i think the thing about it is like the pacing of that movie is just so well done like it's so hard to stop watching because everything is paced so well like, yeah. this thing i would say the godfather like i don't want to get into this too much now but like hot take i feel like i understand why the godfather is like considered such a great movie because if you look at the time when it came out like it was pretty revolutionary for films because this was like 73 or whatever but like I don't think it holds up super well. I think the pacing is slow for that movie. But, like, Goodfellas feels like... It feels like a modern movie in the pacing. And, like, the soundtrack is so, like, interwoven into the scenes. The characters are so, like... They're they're hilarious, honestly. Like, they're jokes. There are so many, like, quotable lines from that movie. And, oh, it's just so good. But, yeah. I've been watching that a lot recently. So Goodfellas, number one movie of today. <laughs> well, once I get through this week, I'll have to I'll have to give it a watch because I got to finish my my Marvel movie rewatching. Still, I have two left, mm-hmm. and nice. And it, I have to watch it like literally tomorrow and Wednesday. So once once I get to Thursday, maybe I'll have to give Goodfellas a watch because like I, said, I haven't seen yeah. it in a while. I I would definitely recommend it, dude. It it holds up so well. Yeah. Uh, well, Marshall, I know you were you were asking me a while ago. I have been ranking all of the Marvel movies as I've been watching them. Yeah, let's let's hear the top five. Okay, the top yeah. five. Okay, just with the caveat, I have not watched Spider Man Homecoming again, and I have not watched Thor Ragnarok again yet. So those are the two I have left because I'm not gonna be able to watch Black Panther again before because it's still in theaters. Mm-hmm. So I can't see that one again, but. So I don't have those two ranked yet because I'm waiting until I rewatch them to rank them. But my top five, as it stands, the I have include I include Black Panther. So Black Panther's one, which I still think that might have a little bit of recency bias in it, but I'm gonna put it there. And then I have Captain America: Civil War, uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then The Avengers. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been that's what I've been doing. As I watch them, I've been ranking them. The worst one is by far the Incredible Hulk though, if you're interested. Oh yeah, the Incredible Hulk is like the Ed Norton the one. Th- 
<laughs> yeah. Not so the Thor movies, I haven't seen Ragnarok yet. The first two aren't good, okay. but they at least have moments that are like funny and like. The first one is better than I remember it because I watched really? it again and I enjoyed it a decent bit this time. Like it's still it's still pretty low on my list, mm-hmm. but I enjoy more than I remember that I, how I enjoyed it. But I mean, Thor: The Dark World is is the second worst one I have list uh, I ranked. Like I don't think that one's. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen all the movies yet, but I've seen the first two Thors and um, The Incredible Hulk, and I just remember being like, the Thor movies aren't great, but they're like, there's still a pretty sizable gap between those and the Incredible. Like Dude, The Incredible Hulk, I'm genuinely convinced, like nobody in that movie wanted to be in that movie because everybody's performance in that movie mm-hmm. is legitimately bad. Yeah. Like, like, it's kind of like um, Ed Norton is the not most good. recent Fantastic Four movie. I n- I never saw that, so <laughs> I refuse mm. to see it. But like, like Ed Norton is not good, and like Liv Tyler just is. I don't even know what she's doing in that movie. Like it's just weird. Like nobody's good in it. But I don't know, you should see Ragnarok. They're like Ragnarok's legitimately good. Like I'm I'm kind of convinced uh, that one's probably gonna be in my top five. Maybe probably at the worst top seven. But like, dude, it's. It's good, dude. Like, because they finally figured out what to do with Thor. Like, that was the problem with the first two. They mm-hmm. just had no idea what they were doing with him. Because they, like, uh-huh. tried to make him, like, kind of serious. But then in Ragnarok, they just make him a total goofball and it works. Uh huh. Because, like, I guess they finally figured out that despite Chris Hemsworth being, like, this, like, super hunky looking dude, that he's actually pretty funny and he's, like, a good comedic yeah. actor. So they, like, decided to use that to their strength and, like, they just made him a goof. Mm-hmm. And. Nice. I like anything that Mark Ruffalo is in, and spoiler alert, Mark Ruffalo is in Thor Ragnarok, and uh-huh. he just, I just, I love him. So the the movie's legitimately like really good. Like it's probably one of their, it's one of their best ones they've, they've, uh, they've made. But uh-huh. crazy thing, Ant Man is number six on my list. I don't know if that's kind of crazy or no, it's number really? seven. It's number seven on my list. Oh, it's like pretty. See, I like. Obviously, not doing it with like Captain America because like Captain America is pretty serious. But I like some of like the smaller superhero movies getting like funny movies. Yeah, because like more kinda, comedy in them. And it's kind that one's kind of more of like a straight up like it's a it's like a genre film. Like it's a straight up like heist movie. Like it doesn't even feel like yeah. a superhero movie. Like it's like the whole movie is they're trying to steal something, and then happens to be like two of them have like the main villain and the hero have like a super like or they have like a suit that gives them like powers but it's like mm-hmm. it's really the whole movie is them trying to steal something so it's like a heist movie and i don't know i just liked it i liked it. it's like funny like i like paul rudd too paul rudd's mm-hmm. funny to me i yeah. like him a lot but as someone yeah. who is originally super out on ant-man just as the concept of the superhero <laughs> i was like this is such a fucking stupid superhero <laughs> i really enjoyed the movie no, yeah, dude, it's good. Like I said, it's number seven. It's it's right behind Iron yeah. Man out, outside of my top five, the original Iron Man. But uh-huh. um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about anything else, Marshall? Do you watch Do you watch Westworld? I just wanted to know if you do or not. No, no, you don't. Mark, yes, you don't. If you guys want to talk about, it, I don't. Uh, oh, Mark doesn't. Because it just premiered. Last yeah, night. you and Bossman need to do a, a discussion. Yeah, I need to. After I watched, I watched the season two premiere last night, and I kind of think I need to go back and rewatch the whole first season again. You did it. You had to do it beforehand, dude. Come on. I know, but I thought too I, busy watching Marvel. I thought I remembered enough, <laughs> but because it was like you can never remember off in those oh, types of series. Well, movies, especially honestly. with that, because the first season was legitimately two years ago. Like they took a whole <laughs> year off in between, like 
So it, I definitely didn't remember a lot of it, but I mean, I remember the big parts, but <laughs> all the yeah. little nuances I kind of didn't remember. Do either of you watch Silicon Valley though? No. Um, God damn it. Yeah. Dude, Silicon, I don't have HBO. Silicon Valley's hilarious, though. I love that show. Mm. Um, but, I don't know. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Mark, do you have any other Wait, rants did, in you? Um, I'm <laughs> trying to think, like, what else came out, like, reasonably recently that we haven't really talked about, like, music-wise. No one really has any takes on the Rich the Kid album no, or, like, the DJ Esco album. No, not really. Um, what about The Weeknd? Um, I only listened to that like once, maybe I think maybe twice I listened to it. It's it's pretty good, but I don't, yeah, it doesn't like he, he it kinda, didn't stick with me. Yeah, he tried to go back to his like old like what is it? They call it like art house or whatever. Is that what they call that? Yeah. Thing? But like I think he he tried to go back to it, but he still has like some of the like popish stuff in him. He didn't like mm-hmm. lose it entirely. I feel like, and it's not his best of that style yeah so i don't know i i, I thought it was fine but it's like, i thought it really, was good yeah it didn't really stick with me like mm-hmm. um let's see here i say is there anything else that we that came out that we haven't liked Ooh, about? did anyone listen to i don't even speak spanish lol no i did not i hate you guys marshall nope damn it Oh, that's that's a fucking phenomenal song. You guys are missing out. Um, let's see here. What did else? We, Okra did... by Tyler the Creator came out a few weeks ago. It's yeah. a single. Yeah, I like that's it. real good. Yeah, it is real good. I don't um, think Mark. I don't think you ever gave your takes on uh, the Young Thug uh, oh. songs on on the record. Oh, okay. I mean, the song with Nikki. Nikki's whatever on it. She's kind of there. She, she is some. Her, her some, verse. She has some pretty bad lines, though. Her her verse, I don't mind it. I don't mind it, but she has some. She has some pretty bad, pretty bad like oh, one yeah. lines. Like, like the act like a Hoffman and go get to Dustin. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, really? Like, <laughs> hashtag bars. I was like, God dang it, Nicki Minaj. But I mean, like I said, I don't mind. I don't mind her verse. Though. It's fine. I I mm-hmm. the hook to that song is. I just oh, love the hook that's good. It's phenomenal. Like I, um, I kind of wish he had literally anybody else on the song. Yeah. Honestly, I'd rather him have that song by himself. <laughs> just do a second verse. Don't have yeah. anybody. <laughs> I'm, imagine if we got Cardi B instead of Nicki. Ooh, it would be wild. It would, um, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Tony, you don't like up with him and Lozy Vert. I think top to bottom, it's a good song. I just don't, the, it, I can't get past the hook, dude. Yeah, I just can't. Do I it. think it more shows kind of shows like Young Thug's musical diversity that he basically just put out like an R and B album with like a lot of acoustic guitar on it in like 2017, and then he like comes out with like a song like Anybody, and then right after that he follows up with a song like Up, which are just like two very different ends of the spectrum. Mm. I think he is sonically one of the most diverse artists I've ever heard in my life. Like, he can really oh, yeah, just no. do anything. Oh, yeah. Like, he no. can have just traditional rap songs, kind of like, um, I don't know if you guys heard MLK. It came out on MLK Day. Um, yeah, I, mean, like, I, like that, I didn't hear that. That's one. just a pretty MLK traditional rap song. It's, like, yeah. really good. And then, like, 
he did like anybody stuff like done like about acoustic songs and then he does a song that's just like the complete opposite end of the spectrum with up and i just think like up's definitely not one of his best songs or even one of like his better songs it's still pretty good it just shows off like his his diversity and like his flows and the type of music he can make and now i just i love now because <laughs> anytime young thug and 21 savage make a song i am here for it dude i just i'm here I, for I just, just i just can't take 21 savage dude like I just don't know what it is. He just has the most monotone voice. Just sounds exactly the same on every song, and I'm just. Like, I know it's awesome. <laughs> it's just I just I can't do it. Man. <laughs> I really can't. Dude, I don't know. I'm just saying it's nice to hear 21 said his development as a human being from on X in 2016. He said, "Fuck a wedding ring." I went and bought that hoe a necklace, <laughs> and now he has advanced emotionally to fuck a wedding ring. I gave her a mouthful of babies. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus, Christ. it's nice. Right. It's nice to see Twilight <laughs> Savage grow up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'll never forgive him for saying it's sweet like a pop tart or whatever that was on that freaking Post Malone song. Yeah. Can't, yeah. can't get over it. I don't know. I just, mm. I just can't do Twenty One Savage, man. I... Yeah. But um, let uh, me think. I don't think there's oh. any other songs that I've really been um, listening to. The song "Nonchalant" by A Boogie with the hoodie. Is real good. Um, Pineapple by Ty Dolla Sign. Like, really catchy, funny song. It has Gucci Mane and Quavo on it. I really dig that song. Uh, um, there have been a few more that came out recently. I'm trying yeah. to think. I don't really have anything else, music-wise. Oh, um, Florida Boy by Rick Ross, featuring the paint Kodak Black. The Kodak Black verse is not good. But <laughs> Shocker. The, the T. I'm shocked. That's, I know, but like, the pain part's real good, and Rick Ross is like, you know what you get for Rick, with Rick Ross. Like, it's it's the same thing you've gotten pretty much more or less the last thirteen years. Consistent greatness. Consistent, slightly above average. Yeah, no, I was kidding. But, yeah, he's <laughs> he's a six out of ten, except on a handful of songs like Hustlin' and Speedin', where he's like a nine out of ten. Yeah, and then like, what was it, Hood Billionaire? That was real bad. <laughs> yeah, but he's. He's pretty. He's pretty consistently like solid. Yeah. And then um, one more song, "Creeping" by Lil Skies, featuring Rich the Kid, is a phenomenal song that I feel like no one has heard of. I feel like I it's to, just like I feel like I should listen to Rich the Kid. Mostly, yeah, Rich the Kid's album is pretty good. Mostly because I'm pretty sure he's opening for Chris Brown when he comes to Pittsburgh, and I'm going to that concert mm. for some reason. So I should probably <laughs> listen to a few of his songs. Uh, I just assumed you had heard New Freezer. You're like, damn, this shit bops. I probably have. I I probably heard it, probably not on purpose, but I've probably heard it. <laughs> but it's a, it has the Kendrick feature. Yeah, where Kendrick yeah, says, "Cocaine to... white as Gentiles," <laughs> which is just a phenomenal line. <laughs> I feel like I've heard it before. But yeah, I definitely know what song you're talking about. I know it's the Kendrick one, but I said mm-hmm. I never, never actually. I don't think listen to it. Uh-huh. I don't know. Do you guys have any random music movie? TV, any random thing we want to talk about? Because um, this was kind of the most like laid-back talk about whatever episode we've had. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. I besides, like yeah. yeah. Besides Drake, Kanye, Pusha, and Nas, there. I feel like there's been like, has there been other music announced? And then like Ray Schremer's inevitable album. 
and Travis's inevitable album. Like I feel like I feel like Kanye and Drake news have just overshadowed everything. Yeah, yeah. ASAP Rocky's put out two songs like semi recently. He did that song with JB Blockboy like a month ago. Yeah, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can honestly say they're awful either. So. I can honestly say I haven't listened yeah. to either of them. They're not bad. They're I mean, right. they're ASAP Rocky. I feel like at this point, even though he only puts on album like. He puts out an album every three years, and then he puts like an ASAP Mob tape out once every three years. So like every year and a half, he gets an ASAP Rocky. Now I feel like you know what you're thinking at at this yeah. point. Like he hasn't really developed as an artist, which is okay because he was like pretty good off top. But like yeah. he's still not like he's kind of like that. He's kind of like an artist I kind of forget exists for a while. Yeah, it's because he never puts. And out then anything. he comes back, and then I realize that oh yeah, this dude's like actually kind of a big deal when he makes music. Yeah. That's like um, oh, that's like Absol. <laughs> like Absol, he put out um this mixtape in like 2012. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, what was that oh, called? Oh, Long Term. And I love the mixtape. <laughs> and then he really just like went MIA for like four years, and then put out like. <laughs> Do what thou wilt, which is just like really fucking weird. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know how to describe it. It's just really weird. Yeah. But, <laughs> he's kind of a he's kind of a interesting artist, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, do we have anything else we want to talk about though? Uh Marshall, you got any more any more takes you want to get off? No, not really. <laughs> just wanna watch this jazz game. Yeah. Alright. Well I saw the, the well, Rockets the- I don't know i'm too tired the rockets ended up winning right yeah uh they like they a 50 like point 50 third quarter points. or something right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they went crazy but um hey, also hey, that's four games against the warriors dude that's all you need also everyone listens to the jim jones album <laughs> yeah we'll see if i, get I don't know if i want to listen to the jim jones album or uh what else maybe give jay cole another listen i don't know no you guys listen <laughs> to jim jones <laughs> album. after jim after jones. Yeah, rant Oh, Yo, I'm just saying. Question mark by XXXTentacion might be better than the J Cole album. Wow. Actually, I'm. Pr- it's definitely better than the J Cole. Wow. Album. And it probably makes my top five, which is like I refuse. Kwan, I refuse to listen to it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Rich Homie Kwan, Cardi B, um, Nipsey Hussle, probably X fourth. See, I refuse and to then, listen to to an X album because my 13 year old brother. Like idolizes him, so I refuse to. Yeah, and he's right. Exists. I have to say he's trash. It's just I have to stay Your on brand. brand. I have to stay on brand. I I fully I have fully taken on the get off my lawn with him with music, so I just have to constantly stay on brand with it. Oh yeah, but back back to my favorite albums list. My fifth one's probably the uh, Camila Sabeo album. Who now? Camila Sabeo. <laughs> The girl from um, Fifth Harmony. Oh, for a second, I thought you were talking about strictly rap albums, and I was like, "No, I was like, we, what?" Well, I know that I listen to rap, R and B, and like a little bit of pop music. Yeah, I know, but first, so that's thought, where my entire perspective I, is I, coming I, from. Uh, yeah, well, I thought your list was—I thought you had like favorite rap albums, and I was like, "Wait, isn't mm. that Camille Sabato, the Fifth Harmony girl?" Yeah, but her album <laughs> is fire, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna it say I'm so probably good. not gonna listen to it, but. I don't know. Just being real with you. Disappointed. You're not going to listen to X. You're not going to listen to Camilla. No. You might not listen to Jim Jones. 
I'm, I can I can probably tell you I'm not. Like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Jeez. I don't get to a lot of stuff, man. I'm not going to lie. I don't listen to as much as I used to. You just go listen to shit at work or, like, on your ride to and fro. No, I usually, I usually just would rather listen to stuff I already like or I listen to, like, other Dude, podcasts. that's the trap I've been in recently. I'll just listen to shit I already like. Yeah, or I, listen to, or I listen to podcasts, like, on my way yeah. to and from work. That's what I do. Today at work... Today Podcasts work, for me are like, I don't know, dude, doing today, shit around the house. Today at work, I was basically just given like busy work to do for the entirety of the day, and people just mm-hmm. kind of left me alone and did what I wanted. So I just played the boss on my phone, and just was like half watching it while I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I legitimately got through sixteen episodes of The Office at work today. See, you could have been, could been because, doing productive it, shit just, with that time. I just had it constantly, <laughs> constantly running for the whole entire eight hours I was there. So. It was pretty. You could have got through all the music I recommended to you. Yeah, but or I could have watched eight epi- or sixteen episodes of The Office. I've already seen three times. I know. <laughs> what would you rather do? Oh, exactly. I would definitely rather listen to yeah, The Office. My request, fourth time in a row. You, you fucked up. I get you're admitting it, and it's okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Watching The Office. I forgive you, Mark. You just you just don't have the intelligence to appreciate The Office like I do. <laughs> One, I've watched The Office 13 times. You're not comedically <laughs> evolved like me, Mark. I know. That shit really makes Only me true mad. students of comedy these clever parkour jokes. No one else <laughs> yeah. will yes. No, No one else will comprehend that's what she said. You have, to, you have to have a certain level of intelligence to understand why that's funny. If you're if you're not at least sick, you might not get why that's funny. Dude, even fuck. Now you're making even, me think of the Rick and Morty shit. That see, that stuff gets me so see, upset. Oh yeah. Office. See, Louis oh Louis loves The Office, and I feel like no way that he actually understands all of the jokes being made though. Yeah, but that's because there's so like the moments of smart comedy are like there aren't that many like. It's, like, a lot of, like, comedy that everyone gets. It's not, like, exclusively, like, smart comedy, like some people are making it seem. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. But, like, I feel like there's definitely a lot of stuff that he misses as, like, a 13-year-old. Yeah. See, he doesn't have a certain level of intelligence. Yeah. But he's still... Now give him three years. (laughs) He'll have a whole whole new appreciation for it. Like... Yeah. (laughs) He'll be writing his college essays about how The Office changed his life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. It will. Uh, I did. I did Wait, never. Did you guys. Well, go ahead, Marshall. I was gonna say, did you guys listen to the Nikki singles? Uh, I actually did not. I listened to them. <laughs> one... I listened literally to them... the only music I haven't listened to this year. I, I listened to them once. <laughs> I each. heard they're not that bad. They're Legit, not. I heard not that. They're not that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it... it's it's it's. I don't know. It's Nicki Minaj. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. I listened to a Tech Nine album this year, Jesus Christ. and a Tyga singing album this year. <laughs> and I looked at that those Nicki Minaj singles, and I was like, I have no interest in this. <laughs> I can't do like, it. That's, <laughs> that, like, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with Nicki Minaj this you year. You listened to a Tyga singing album. Yo, the Tyga singing album actually has three fire songs on saw it. Saw Nicki Minaj singles, and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, takes up too much of my time. Jesus. <laughs> oh man. I. I listened to a Chief Keef album this year, like Christ. Jesus. I listened to Trey the Truth, who oh I've seen like on the outskirts of Twitter that he's one album away from making it every year since 2012. <laughs> Classic. Still not very good. But still not yeah. 
Oh man, that's like a what's his name? That trouble guy that is oh. on. I think Mike will made it to label. I just can't really get into him. Like he's fine, but there's nothing about him where I'm like this is this separates him from like forty other artists. Yeah, but, like I can't bring myself to like oh you care about. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I never ended up did. I never ended up giving that intro though for the show. So that's fine. Yeah, just probably not gonna. Want- <laughs> I'm just gonna just cut and paste it from like a different episode, and then people will be yeah. like, "Greg doesn't say anything the whole episode." Yeah. Or no, I'll cut it and paste it from the, from the one other one he didn't appear in. Oh, there mm-hmm. we go. I think no, we... I think it'd be funny if you do the one where he is on, <laughs> so that it's just great at the beginning. Then he never says anything again. <laughs> and you also cut in an outro with Greg. <laughs> just cut and paste stuff with Greg in it, even though he's not actually in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Alright, well, are we good then? Can I, we, yeah. We, we stop talking about important stuff now? Yeah. yeah anything we're talking about is important. But. This was wow. a nice, chill, laid back. Yeah, dude, we're just, this yeah. is really just us BSing about literally anything. <laughs> this, would like us, this would be like if we went to the bar together, we're just BSing about conversation. That's what yeah. this was. <laughs> I mean, to, to be honest, this is kind of what I wanted this this whole pod thing to be like. We kind of mm. got we kind of got structured going, but I kind of liked this one where we were just talking about whatever. Yeah, same. Yeah. I don't know. We'll give give basketball takes uh, some other time. Yeah. Whenever we... Probably at the end of the round, honestly. Mm Mm-hmm. Or unless we have anything that comes up that we specifically want to give some takes on, but... Yeah. I don't know. All right, well, (laughs) this was the Deceptively Athletic Podcast. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us, review us, do all that fun stuff. Um, for Marshall Hartman and Mark Chikowski, I'm Tony Romello. Peace. Peace. Deuces. You bastard. <laughs>